Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And today I want to continue talking about no more consciousness of sin. Now I want to go to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1 through 4, because this is really, I see a lot of people, I've canceled a lot of people over the last 30 years and spent a lot of time with people. And I see people real bound, really bound up with things that they've done wrong. Maybe they've forgiven themselves. Maybe they've forgiven, God's forgiven them, but they haven't forgiven themselves. Maybe they haven't forgiven other people. And when these, when these things rise up in their life, the first thing they do is they jump right into condemnation and guilt. And the Bible said in, in, in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Now watch this in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1 through 4. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things, can never with these same sacrifices which they offer continuously year after year make those who approach perfect. Now watch this. I want you to understand. Year after year, they would have to bring an atonement. On the day of atonement, they would bring an animal for the sacrifice of their sin. Now they would inspect that lamb. They wouldn't inspect the person. The priest would inspect the lamb. If the lamb was good, then the person was good. Now, I want you to understand, John said in John 1, 28, 29, Behold the Lamb of God that's going to take away the world. God inspected Jesus, which was our Lamb. He doesn't inspect you. He's not in the inspecting business. He had a Lamb without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish. So if the Lamb was okay, then you're okay. Now, we know that they said here that the sacrifices each year could never make those who approach perfect. For then would they have ceased to be offered. For the worshiper, once purified, would have no more consciousness of sin. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood and goats could take away sin. Now, we're not perfect in our behavior, but perfect in our conscience. Law demands grace supplies. Now, there's a big difference here when we start talking about this. Because in, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holies by the blood of Jesus. And then I love what Hebrews 10 and 22 says. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Now he's saying to us that under the old covenant, they could not, those that approached could never be made perfect. But under the blood of Jesus, you and I have been made perfect. The Bible says in Hebrews 10 and 14, with one offering, he has forever perfected those that are, be, that are being sanctified. You and I are perfect in our spirit. Now, our flesh and our soulish man has given us a fit. I'm a spirit, I possess a soul, and I live in a body. My soul is made up of my mind and my will and my emotions. My body is made up of my flesh, but my spirit is a, a done deal. One-third of me is perfect. And as I begin to renew my mind with the Word of God, I'll begin to think differently, and I'll begin to act differently. That's what repenting is. Now, I want you to go to Matthew chapter 9, verse 2 through 7. And there they brought to him a paraplegic laying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paraplegic, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven. If you'll notice here, this paraplegic, is the four guys lifted him down, and the one on the bed made five, which is grace. He didn't ask for his sins to be forgiven. And at once some of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk? 
but that you may know that the Son of Man has the power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paraplegic, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he rose and departed to his house. Now the scribes and the Pharisees got tore up because he said, You're tore up because don't you know that the Son of Man has the power on earth to forgive sins? What a wonderful picture of God's marvelous grace that he told this young man. Didn't even ask for it. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? She didn't ask for it. Remember the woman that, that was caught in adultery? She didn't ask for it. You remember the, the guy that was that was uh, uh, the woman at the well? She didn't ask for it. You remember the, guy, the lady that brought an alabaster box that was probably a prostitute? She didn't ask for it. But God gave her forgiveness without even asking. You got to understand something. That the forgiveness of sin is the blessing of the Lord that he's brought salvation to all people and every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is the Christ. I want you to understand today that if you've been born again, your spirit is absolutely perfect. John said all we have to do is believe that he is the Christ. That's why he turned to Peter and said, Peter, who do they say that I am? He said, some say you're John the Baptist and some say you're Elijah. He really didn't understand that John the Baptist operated in the spirit of Elijah and, and, Eli and Elijah operated in the spirit of Jesus. So it was a symbolic example of an old covenant entering into a new covenant. But we got to understand what we're trying to see here because it's about his marvelous grace that he was pouring on the body of Christ for them to experience and realize that it's not based on your performance or your effort. It's based on the finished work of Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, he approached people a whole lot different than the church does today. You got to come up to the front, you got to accept, you got to believe, and you got to confess. Now, none, not a single one of these people accepted and believed and confessed. They just showed up to get healed. This one showed up to get delivered. This one showed up to get healed. This one showed up because she was brought before the people to be judged by everybody. And God said, honey, I don't condemn you. Now, everybody knows John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But very few people know 17. For Jesus said, I didn't come in the world to condemn the world, but through me the world might be saved, spared, sozo, preserved, redeemed, delivered. All those things are right wrapped up in no more consciousness of sin. You'll never walk in the complete victory of Jesus until you understand that you have no more consciousness of sin. Because Romans 8 and 1 said, there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. I hope you enjoyed the program today, and this is The Beauty of Grace.